This show contains mature subject matter and coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up and welcome to Unsigned BC. My name is Brandon and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us. Today we got a very special episode lined up for you. We've just got a full studio interview with Spectacular and PK the First. Now this was a pretty special interview for me because these guys came in. I had Spectacular send me a text at the last minute saying, Yo, I got a homie coming in with me, is that okay? And I mean, uh, I didn't even know the guy spat bars until uh, until I turned on the beat and then the homie just went in. So, you know, it's a really, really exciting one for me today. Uh, they talk a little bit about, you know, um, trying to get on the straight and narrow and that kind of stuff. So, you know, really interesting stuff. So let's check it out. And uh, yeah, all of the music from today's show is produced by independent British Columbia artists. Uh, all the beats from today's episode are, again, from Nessie Beats. And you can find the links to all of the artists included in today's program in the show notes. But before we get to any of that, we would like to acknowledge that we are recording as guests from the traditional territory of the Lekwungen-speaking peoples, today recognized as the Wasanish, Songhee, and Esquimalt First Nations. In light of this fact, all proceeds from this podcast will be donated directly to the Aboriginal Coalition to End Homelessness a registered nonprofit and charitable organization whose sole purpose is to alleviate homelessness among the indigenous population of Vancouver Island. With all that out of the way, let's start the show. Below zero with the kilos. Below zero with the kilos. Below zero with the kilos like I'm rubber than Nero. Valentino, that's my steel, never ever finito. We birdie diesel as a coke spot, bought five bricks, let her focus on me. Grew up in the system, in and out of prison. I got trouble learning, won't deny it. Money on my mind, streets is on my side. Leave a gun at home, won't require it. Frank White, go take a cut like the fight is on, can't break it up. You was warned, I'm a sleeping giant, let go be trouble if you wake him up. 80k off a mobile phone and a second plate, ain't running long, when he kicked it off with a couple onions and a couple brothers from a broken home. Paranoia got me talking cold, hand him out like a cut the cold. Pop a pill and I bit down, told me lose myself, so I lost control. Seeing double got me walking slow with the torn jeans and a leather jacket and the white girls on the white girl. Like this isn't rap, this is rock and roll. Like it isn't rap, man, it's rock and roll. Like selling crack ain't cost soul. Like a quarter mill ain't cut green. Like a chain of lead minus two degrees. PK to first, bring it to a knee. Blue zero with the kilos, like I'm rubber than Nero. Valentino, that's my steel, never ever for need of I'm not a villain, neither a hero, call me a Pacino. I'm not a villain, neither a hero, call me a Pacino. Below zero with the kilos, like I'm rubber than Nero. Valentino, that's my steel, never ever for need of I'm not a villain, neither a hero, call me a Pacino. I'm not a villain, neither a hero, call me a Pacino. 
call me Al Pacino. Al Pacino. The block is swift when you run and work back and forth across the borders. No, these feds is on alert. Haters mad I'm eating, plus I'm snacking profits for dessert. Cold hearted to these haters smile while the feelings getting hurt. Damn, Al Pacino, Chico, Tony, with Perico. I'm Carlito with that smack. I'm known to prosper for my people. Michael Corleone, I push that Luca Brasi. So deceitful, nigga. I'm the devil's advocate. Chico, say no evil. All right, all right. So I don't usually play the full song, but that had uh, two of the homies on it that we got in the studio today. So I figured we throw the whole thing on there, and it's a banger. It's also got Serbeus on there, who I'm going to be interviewing soon. But that was Al Pacino by PK the First, Spectacular, and Serbeus. And now, for your listening pleasure, I've got the homies Spectacular and PK the First in studio for an interview. All right, so I'm joined in studio here with a couple very special guests from Victoria. Here we've got Spectacular and PK. Spectacular, could you maybe uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, that kind of thing? Yo, what up? Spectacular, Vic City. Um, born and raised in Guatemala. Moved to New Jersey when I was a kid. Lived out there to my young teens. Shit. Ended up in Victoria, BC. What up? How long you been here for? I've been out here for 15 years now. It's been blessed. Oh, tight. And how long you been doing music for? I've been doing music since uh, well recording like actually taking it serious since my early 20s i've actually recording and taking it like the full drive like serious but i've actually been rapping since i was 13 okay just like normal ciphers or everything started with like battle ciphers right so and it started with rap it started with rap yeah it actually started with just ciphers of just like a bunch of friends getting together and just doing the normal of just playing what's the word of the day and we would pass the mic around and ask each other what's the word of the day right no, brandon the word is milk and yeah. then you go off that word you tight, know tight. so uh we exercised our minds and and our and our skills and developed off of that and that was the the main foundation right so you really got into it sort of through the lyricism rather than yeah the... i actually got through it through a battle circuit my buddy threw me into my first battle when i was 15 and it was i love this since so I, I was actually a battle rapper at first and because of battle rapping that got me on different circuits with like different producers and different stages with other people and that's what kind of led into the live performance aspect of everything so as soon as i met chemo that's when chemo of the rascals he's the one that kind of took me under his wing when he saw me at this battle out in vancouver and ever since then i took the recording aspect of it serious yeah and so i'm i'm sure that sort of had an impact on your musical style today Uh, maybe could you just sort of describe what your musical style is yeah um I always describe my style as like D-boy style. Like I'm, uh, I call myself a street poet. Like I talk about stuff that we've seen and lived. You know what I mean? So, if you were to compare my style, it's it's very East Coastish, East Coast flow. Very inspired from out there. Obviously, from going out there and uh, throw, blending the Spanish mix in there too. So storytelling kind of storytelling for yeah. sure. One hundred percent. I definitely like to get gritty on the beat. Okay, tight, tight. Uh, and maybe uh, if we could go over to PK now. Sure. Uh, Maybe I know both of you actually. I've I've seen both of your Instagrams before, uh, and I I'm impressed with what I've seen. Uh, but we got to sort of expose you to a wider audience here. So maybe yeah, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, to your background, and sort of where you're from, kind of thing. Um, from Winnipeg, born, raised. Um, it's not much to the story. Just West Side. Uh, moved out here back in like 2016. Been here for four years, rapping for. Not really rapping, I guess you could say writing for a long time. And just like started rapping in a sense. 
never really took it too serious. Just like something I'd been doing since I was a kid when you get high and drink and you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just no, like I know. In yeah. the hood, just doing your thing. Yeah. And uh, it always came second to everything else, you know? So now it's become more like like first instead, you know? Yeah, no, I heard that actually uh, talking to Spectacular earlier. That sort of it's become a, a priority for him at least. Um, so, so how did you guys link up? Uh, we crossed paths through a different life. <laughs> and uh yeah okay yeah no that's un- <laughs> understood too much yeah under- understood and you and know? and what about your musical style so you said that you've been I writing don't, I don't so know, like i write and i rap but like i'm not like like versed in all the different styles and like all that kind of stuff i just like do what i do i hear a beat and i just do what i do you know it's like some people will say i got like street flow some people will say i'm like a poet and it's like i get different reviews for different material right 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 it's just whatever mood right like sometimes i'll punch lines sometimes just be real deep but like i i like my, my preference is to rap deep you know what i mean but yeah yeah so so who who are your sort of inspirations then for that kind of rap oh shit man that shit changes all the time Went from Pac, biggie to Nas, everybody like all the old school rappers yeah like the real ones you know lately i don't know you know what i mean Lately, I just used to listen to a lot of instrumental instead of like rappers and stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I know, I know a lot of lyricists. They're sort of Biggie and Pac is sort of you know yeah, where it's, it's at. It's not right? like, but I, but I wasn't really a big fan like of like other like really good rappers. Don't get me don't get me fucked up like Papoose and Cormega. Yeah, like I wasn't really really about the lyrics. I was more about like don't matter if you're a lyrical. It matters if you're like telling me something i could relate to right right totally so Pac was lyrical yeah but like you can feel you can what feel that shit, yeah like in biggie like to me Pac was a poet and biggie was a rapper you know what i mean and they're both great at what they do but like if i wanted a party i could listen to biggie right yeah but if i get in my feelings i want to listen exactly to Pac, you know yeah I mean? you know? yeah so it's like it's a different different thing right so, yeah yeah no they totally speak to you in different ways there um but I, but i believe you can be me personally, I believe you can be like for the audience too lyrical, and then you lose people. Hundred so percent. Yeah, I like I like rappers who dumb it back, like 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 Fifty Cent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he dumbs it right down. Yeah. Very basic bars, but yo, you know what the guy is saying is like what he's saying, mm-hmm. you know, and you can relate to it and know that he lived it, and it's like it's more than entertainment. Yeah. No. Get rich or die trying. Great album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's got scars to prove shit. Right. Yeah. You know? So. So, so um, we're going to sort of pivot topics here. So uh, I understand that you guys met in a different life. And uh, if you're not comfortable talking about it, PK, that's fine. Uh, but uh, Spectacular uh, has quite an interesting story to tell. I understand that he actually did some time, uh, actually quite a bit of time, uh, six and a half years. And uh, now he's out and he's doing his thing. He's sort of turned his, turned his life around. Um, but I kind of, I want to know about... Uh, sort of your, your past and and not not specifics but i'd like to know um when you get into that sort of lifestyle uh generally it's it's due to sort of a lack of opportunities in other in other avenues right you don't have the the parents who are putting you through you know this school or you, you don't have this hookup for this job or so so what sort of led you into sort of getting into that lifestyle that got you into trouble with the law just environment man like you know like we're people i grew up with and shit they just come from a background where it's like it's not like 
It's not like they knew they had another option. Exactly. You yeah. I mean, yeah. you're just like, you're young. You don't know that what's there in front of you. You just see, you see what you see and you do what you do. You know what I mean? And sorry, you said you were from uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Okay. So that, and that's a, it's a, it's a tough place, Winnipeg. Yeah. Yeah. So you see the old heads move a certain way. You're going to move that way too. Right. It's not like people were coming to the hood with different opportunities. So you don't even know that's a reality for you. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Until like you make that an option for yourself and you don't, that doesn't, something that doesn't usually cross your mind. You're just like, oh, this is here now. This is, this is opportunity. This is what it is. I'm going to grab this right now. Exactly. You know, yeah. I'm hungry right now. Right. And it's not like I'm saying like, oh, I never had nothing now. It's like, yeah, I could have gave myself a different option, but I didn't know I, that I could have done that, you know, at the time. I yeah. No, aware, you know. Aware. No, that's good perspective, man. No, that's totally. Uh, uh, like for me myself, I know that I wouldn't be where I was if I didn't have the opportunities that I had. Like for example, my parents paid for my university, right? If I didn't have that, I wouldn't have gone to university. Um, yeah. and also I had people to open my eyes to other opportunities, and people sort of don't realize that. Um, and so, so you, you, you personally, you, you haven't had any uh, uh, difficult experiences with the justice system. Oh fuck yeah! Oh really? Life. <laughs> really? Mean, like out here? Uh, I mean, uh, out in Winnipeg, I guess. Yeah, dude, my whole life, bro. Really? The law is fucked up in Winnipeg. Man. No, I hear, I hear that, man. I hear <laughs> Real that. Fucked up. They like training day out there, bro. It's fucked up, man. Anyone who goes to Winnipeg or from Winnipeg will tell you that city is on some, on some shit. You know what I mean? Like it's got to be on your best behavior when you move through there. You know? Yeah, no, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's yeah. With the law and with with the people, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like no fucks given over there. <laughs> and what what about out here though? Uh, so oh, here's so chill, bro. Yeah, like 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 I hear about other cities in BC. You know, you know they got they're fucked up too. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. they're crazy too, right? But like this cities in, in particular, I ain't trying to take like diss anybody or anything. But this is like the twilight zone. This is nice and chill. You know? police pull you over check your id oh okay cool you can go yeah yeah you know i mean instead of calling four cars for backup and yeah tearing your shit up you know mm. it's different yeah. it's different <laughs> it's different when oh, i'm yeah. used to it's, i like it it's cool man uh, so so have have you personally have you had to do any time yourself yeah 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 i did a bunch of time bro i did a bunch uh and is now, it yeah like for years and has, has that sort of, uh, has that impacted your music? I mean, it must have impacted your music in some sense. I never really knew music was an option, bro. I just, I just wrote music just because I was in a cell and I had nothing to do. Okay. No, like, you know, I just did it, did it. Get out, start hanging out with people again, my peoples and do what I do, right? And then go back to prison and just, then I'd write more music and it was like... It wasn't like even like that. It was just a hobby, right? And then I would meet other guys who wrote music, and then they'd be like, "Oh, let's hear some shit." And then when I spit, they'd be like, "Yo, dude, that's more than a hobby, bro." Nice. Hobby? What the hell? So that's how it started, eh? So and I was like, "Okay, I'm good." And they're like, "Yeah, you're good, man." <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe I should try this out then. Yeah, right? tight, tight. Okay, um, and what about you, uh, spectacular? What, what's, what's your, uh, I mean, how did you sort of get into that lifestyle? I know, I know that uh, you had a, a rough go with the with the justice system. Yeah. Um, sort of what led you down that path initially? Yo, you mentioned it earlier, man. It's we all become a product of our environment in the sense that there's always a flip side to that coin of opportunity. There's always a flip side, and you nailed it on the head by saying, "Look, I came up different because I had the support. I had the." 
the opportunities to go to the school. Yeah. And it's a different path and not everybody gets that path. And that's blessed that you were able to, to experience that. Unfortunately for like a lot of us, you know, visible minorities, especially, especially, yeah. You know, when it comes to like the law or opportunities, they kind of, they kind of just shut in your, in your face. So for me, it was a lot of, uh, trying to do the right things to be on the right path, but other opportunities that were more realistic at the time Mm -hmm. presented themselves. Yeah. So then that's when I got involved in all that and unfortunately got, got incarcerated over it too. But it's really interesting what what he was saying, because when you're between those walls, you either let those walls consume you or you be productive in them. So I think that's really dope that he forged this craft. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, totally. He forged it. In a, in a cell yeah and i i can relate to that because i did a lot of writing a lot of writing it's, it's hard when you're in that kind of environment to just keep your head down and just do your own thing yeah you know what i mean so uh mo- moving through that situation um definitely has helped me musically too because it helps you memorize a lot of shit too yeah you practice your verses so much in the cell that you end up memorizing the shit. So that, when it comes to recording, is one of the most blessed things. Is that you actually practice on your flow. You practice because all you have is time. Yeah. Remember, our concept of time is completely different than what people have time out here, right? Yeah. Like time is is everything in there. So it's how do we use it? What do we invest our time in? Right. So if you can invest it in your craft and come back out hungry to at least go for it, then that that's. It's all worth it at the end. For me, I've always said one thing too. Like another thing that that, that fucks artists up is that there's too many rappers. There's not a, enough artists. And what I mean by that is that anybody could be a rapper. Anybody can freestyle for their friends in their buddy's room or at a house party. And, and that's blessed. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything away from that. What I consider artists are people that invest in themselves. Right. And that's one thing that people don't do too much these days is investing themselves like we're looking at this whole new era of like new rappers why do you think these kids are blowing up they're on the do-it-yourself mentality they're doing their own videos they're producing their own music they're making their own beats and they're recording and mixing their own shit it's a whole generation it's a whole new generation of these new techies i've met some of the some sick producers and these guys are 21 22 kids yeah you're a kid yeah it's it, it's mind blowing to me, man. It's it, music has changed so much, especially coming back. Even though like I, I was just gone for sixty months, but in sixty months, so much changed, man. COVID yeah. has turned everybody into a studio home studio engineer. Yeah, totally. Everybody has been mixing. Yo, I came back to all these new guys that have all these new talents, and it's just amazing to see, man. Like right now, like this, like this wasn't here yeah, before. Exactly. Now, a podcast. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm totally. pretty sure this was inspired with you spending a lot of time. COVID is a little small, small, small taste of what it's like to be confined somewhere. And you have to make do with your environment. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So you guys were you guys were on a PFV. <laughs> you guys were on a PFV for a month. You know. Oh, so, so I I want to touch on something that you sure. you said earlier there. Uh, uh, sort of the justice system and yeah. opportunities for visible minorities. Uh, yeah. How was your experience going through the justice system? Uh, as uh, sorry. Um, well, yo, to be honest with you, my the only th- experience that I really had, dog, is that you're not really treated as a person like i'm not spectacular or carlos lopez i'm 827315f yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm just a number and i'm just another face they're gonna see 
until somebody else comes and replaces me and takes over that cell. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. So it it really it's really dehumanizing how they like the forms of how they go about like how even just talking to you or addressing you, even yeah. feeding you. Feeding like the way they feed us inside, bro. Yeah, you go to through Max and Medium, that that shit's fucked up. Yeah, this is something people a lot of people don't understand. Like, the, when yeah. people say like and they over exaggerate about the food in prison, I'm not even lying. Like this shit is nasty. Yeah, fuck. no, no, but, having your liberty taken away is a huge 100%, deal, man. And it's not just your liberty; it's like it demoralizes you. Yeah, on so many levels. But that's the thing; it's like they'll either try to break you or that shit will make you stronger, right? And I know it sounds a little cliche, but it's true. I just took my experience and took the best things I could, I could out of them and it taught me patience man if, if time taught me anything it taught me to be patient so I'm really glad I have that now because coming back now I have twin daughters and everything you know right old and yeah, saw that, yeah. patience bro is the biggest thing when you come back into a blessed situation yeah like that right yeah so i saw um you've got uh, two beautiful daughters there um i'm sure that must have had some sort of influence in, in of course that yeah. was my tunnel vision to get back home bro perfect that, that was, it gave me purpose right because the first time I did time, I did my big stretch, like I was by myself. Now the second time coming around, like now being a dad and being in that situation, bro, it, it's it's completely different. Right, right. Because it makes you think, it, like all selfishness goes out the window when you become a father. Yeah. So for me, it was a really interesting go. It was actually the hardest time because I wasn't just doing that time by, alone. You know what I mean? But I also put a lot of pen to paper. Yeah. I also got creative. I also did use of my time. Yeah. So just back at it. And I'm glad I have the opportunity to just come here and have this little plateau to to air some things out, right? And it's blessed. Yeah, no, no. I'm 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 excited for you guys. I mean, uh, sure. I've checked it out. I've checked out uh, both your pages. I know you guys uh got some strong stuff. I saw I saw on your page actually in particular you've got you've been working with quite a few people, it looks like in the Everyone. studio there. Yeah. So Everyone. maybe you could uh go over sort of like who you've been working with and collaborating. Yeah, yeah. Just right now I want to take the opportunity to say big shout outs to uh, my little bro, Sir Bales. He's killing it right now. If you're not familiar with his music, go to surbales.official on Instagram and Surbales Cube on every other lane. And go on Spotify, iTunes, type in Surbales, C E R B E U S. He's doing his thing right now, man. Um, I've I've been working with him heavily. Um, I think the new role that I'm taking on, like, is not to really blow up as an artist. I think I'm trying to take more of a producer. Right. So now that I'm getting older, and yeah. I, I know I know I know all the promoters. I know all these guys. So it's really nice that I can still be in contact with them and network, but actually have somebody that's up and coming and present him with those opportunities. Because right. I wish when I was 20. I had somebody that was like, all right, man, well, I'll introduce you to this guy. You'll get on. But COVID, right? COVID yeah. stopped a lot of things. So there isn't any live shows right now. Yeah. There isn't anything. So we got to deal with what we have, but I'm glad that we can still do stuff like this. Yeah. So you slid into sort of a mentorship role, I of guess. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, in a way, we all slip into a mentorship role in life, yeah. bro. Like, you know, like when, like the young guys that look up to you now, like let, let's say five years from now, they'll be like, hey, you used to run that podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm actually trying to run my own podcast. Maybe you can give me some tips. You'd be like, yo, and you give them the quick, y'all, I had to learn the hard way, but at least you'll dodge that and yeah. don't do things this way and try to make, just try to make it easier for them, man. Yeah, exactly. Pass it on. Exactly. No, that, it's all that's, about passing it on, bro. Exactly. I hate it when like guys get old and they just want to like keep all their contacts to themselves. Yeah, yeah I had a song with Chino XL in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, bro, stop this. It's like, pass on the knowledge, pass on. Yeah. Like if you can pass something on, then that's blessed. Educate, yeah. Educate bro. Exactly. We're students too. We're still yeah. learning. No, that's what this podcast is all about, too, facts, right? Yeah. Facts. 
so so PK, what about you? Uh, when when you I actually haven't uh, seen a lot of your work in the studio. So what what have you been uh, working on and collaborating with lately? What, like what's yeah, in for once for one person for Bayes. Uh, there's a few people. I just like I'm different. I show love to whoever. Someone gets in contact with me and they're on the level and they want to make music. Then yeah, let's make music. You know. So you collaborate. You like to collaborate, eh? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm easy, man. It's like I'm different. I I hear I hear some young cats and they're like trying to hone their skills. And to some people, they might not might not be that great. But like I know music, so it's like I see potential in people. So I always big people up. You know what I mean? I don't act like I'm too good to, to do anything with anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I get it, you know? <laughs> I was yeah. too, bro. You know, like, I used to be a really shitty rapper. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, really shitty. yeah. That's where I am right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> like, practice is, is all it is, right? And yeah. You grow and it, your experiences changes the way you speak, you know? And, like, I hate to say it, some of the, some of the scars that you build over time and over over the years are actually like give you some give you some really good ways of putting words you know what i mean oh totally like, yeah like so yeah i'm just like down to collaborate with whoever uh, I'm, I'm kind of like a, a keep to myself kind of guy and i don't really get out get out much so like guys who holler at me like him when he hollers at me and he's like yo we're going to the studio then i'll show up otherwise you don't really see me eh? right yeah yeah (laughs) yeah no i I feel that straight up like right now is an example yeah you know what i mean i told him y'all i'm gonna go to check out this podcast with unsigned bc you should come with and this you got magic bro this is how it's made you didn't even know this was happening no i'm I'm really grateful that you guys are both able to come out here actually um uh since you grabbed grabbed the mic there actually could i maybe uh get uh both of your Maybe, what would you say is sort of your biggest musical accomplishment to date um, in terms of, you know, uh, live performances and catalog? And okay. uh, and then sort of, where do you want to go from here? Damn, um, I've done a lot of opening acts. So to say I've opened for this artist, like, that's, opening is just opening, bro. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're taking you on tour with them. Yeah. The only person I could actually say that, like co-signer validated that for me was belly when he came through and he oh, actually cool. took me on his tour oh, back, wow. back in 2010 and we did like six dates with him so big ups to him too that was really dope he just actually picked picked me up from there and he's like yo just come with finish the rest of the tour off with us and i was like just young and i'm like yo bro like i'm, I'm here he's like don't worry we'll cover your hotel cover everything and his wow. manager big up to to al al sam yo and uh and dion they definitely held me down they were, they were good people so that whole camp they were really dope Oh, now, so biggest cool. accomplishment i think was winning that battle in vancouver that got me an opportunity to open up for game and snoop oh that's that's that tight. crazy yeah that's but the, crazy. the only problem is that i was so young when that happened right so yeah. i didn't even have like a catalog of music or i didn't have any like songs yeah now, that's the worst part is like when you're when you're a rapper but you have no content yeah because <laughs> <laughs> again like for me being in a studio wasn't the path yeah being a battle rapper was the path right right but then like once this producer picked me up bro and he's like no he's like this is how you write a 16 bar verse this yeah. is how and he got me in the studio and i started adapting to that environment and then i fell in love with it and i kind of like kicked battle rap to the side to kind of pursue slaying beats man and, and so so when did that transition sort of happen actually um that transitioned in 2010 sort of yeah 2010 and then I got locked up in 2012. Okay. But in that small two years, I was 
dropping like bird shit, bro. I was yeah. doing videos. I was doing all the shit. And I was already picking up that do-it-yourself mentality. So at the time when you're when you're coming up, again, investing yourself literally means investing in yourself. So I saw what this one videographer was using and I'm like, hey, I can buy that camera. Yeah. I'm hustling right now. Yeah. I can buy this. I can buy that. So I just used to get my homie to come and film me almost every other night. Yeah. Go shoot videos and then I just get this this guy to edit it for me. Oh, tight. And that was the that was the shit that I was doing for the longest time. So yeah. that's why I got so many little videos on YouTube. We shoot them ourselves. Yeah. And then just throw throw it on the editing block. Yeah. And I see a lot of guys doing that now. Yeah. So no, it's I, really dope because I don't just like listening to a song. I like visuals. I like seeing what the artist is about. I like seeing his content. I like seeing I love visuals. And that's the the nice thing about this day in music is that you can upload as much content as you want. Yeah. And there's no cap. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting. I was just talking to uh, Orion Vincent yesterday, a uh, uh, well-known rapper out of Vancouver, and he was saying, yeah, the most important thing to do is uh, sort of invest in yourself and uh, get those visuals for your, for your music, man. Get those visuals. Listen, I've always said, if you don't believe in yourself and if you don't think, then step out of it now because then you're just wasting your time and your money. Yeah. Because music is an expensive hobby. Yeah. Nobody does shit for free, bro. Mm-hmm. Just keep it Unless it's like your bro. Nah, bro. Nobody's doing nothing for free because it's an art too. Yeah. Like it's their time. You want an engineer to mix your song? That's 100, 150 bucks, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, recording time on top of that. Yeah. Like people forget that, right? So it is it is an investment, but I love what I do, man. I, I love rapping and I love creating music. Whether people hear it or people don't, I don't care. I make it for myself. And the fact that I make a nice little network with like the community and different artists and all that stuff, it's been blessed, man. I've had a, a good little a good little run up from my own experience. Yeah. But now it's just like I said, it's I do it for fun. I do it for it's therapy for me, man. I love music and I and I continue doing it and I'll continue doing it for a long time. Yeah. Even if I'm just like the guy behind the scenes, I'll still be a part of it some way, shape, or form. That's important though mm-hmm. to to do what you to do what you love, right? Well, you know? yeah, it's it. At the end of the day, like there's a lot of these new kids coming up, man, and uh, like I said, I big them up, and there's a couple of them that I have my eye on, like for really helping them out to do something. And there's a couple really, really dope producers. The island's got fire right now, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how much yeah. talent is out here. It's actually nuts. So I've been working with the main guys that I think are 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 doing their thing out here, and big ups to everybody else doing their thing. That's not a diss to y'all. It's uh, I respect y'all. If I haven't heard your music, send it to me. I, I show love to everybody on the island doing their thing. Yeah, no, and that, that's another. And that's how we're supposed to be, right? Exactly. That that's that's a, a big part of uh, I think BC's sort of hip hop community is it's very uh, supportive and collaborative. I think it is compared to other places for sure, for sure, because other places is competitive, but yeah. that's because it's a bigger city. Mm-hmm. And the markets are bigger, and these guys are actually making money, right? Off their music. The thing with BC is that we're trying to emulate all these things that we're learning from back east. Like Toronto holds the cake right yeah. now for music in Canada. Yeah, some of the biggest artists are from Toronto right now, like on the charts. And now you can imagine the thousands of underground artists that are just as amazing, if not better. BC's got that same thing too, but the only thing is that that we don't have is we, we know how to network, we just don't know how to bridge the gap. Yeah, and the, what I mean by that is coming at you together and doing events made by us, not by other promoters, not by out like outsourcing like you know this promoter from the states that's coming up and here. Live Nation, and shit, that, yeah. yeah, no, I'm talking about like like this is dope. This yeah. is grassroots. Yeah, 
sooner or later we're gonna have a couple promoters that are grassroots that are just strictly doing island shows for island guys yeah we're gonna have that soon i feel it there's there's a couple guys already in the works it's just again it, it takes finances to put the stuff behind and with corona right now it's really hard to get these live events up here like most festivals are canceled yeah so you, what what are artists doing now streaming and, and podcasts they're, yeah. streaming. they're doing this yeah exactly they're doing this right now. This is what artists, we have an avenue to do this, so why not pursue it and actually take advantage of getting on these platforms and helping your brand come up? Because like I said, hopefully five years from now, we'll have this interview again by like in a bigger studio. Exactly. You know, Maybe and even your own radio show. Exactly. Knows. And uh, no, the, the industry has pivoted, you know, like you, get, uh, you guys have pivoted quickly to uh, going from live shows to streaming and promoting facts, in other ways, facts. right? You know, it's been, uh, been really interesting to watch. Uh, so maybe I could get from, from each of you uh, sort of what, what's, what's next in the works in terms of music. I know you just dropped a track. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I dropped, bro. I've been, I've been recording like crazy. That's the thing. It's like, I've been keeping really quiet, but I don't document everything on on my on my instagram and i know everybody's always like you need more content you yeah need more content you need more i just came home so i took the first 30 days just to like be a family man but now that that's you know what i mean it's that's never gonna be up now that that's up no yeah i mean now i'm now i'm focusing on getting myself back in the lab doing stuff like this yeah there's a few podcasts that i'm gonna be doing so that's really dope I'm, I'm so glad that i'm here and doing this with you today and like i said it's it's a nice it's a nice platform a couple projects on the way this guy's got a lot of recordings too i swear this guy's got two mixtapes worth of content he just doesn't drop anything <laughs> <laughs> just the vault so day. maybe you yeah. can inspire him to to drop he's got catalogs of music you know? this guy's got songs with pocket shit <laughs> But, no he's, uh, he's got bars and that's another thing see, i see i love these like these gems that you find along this this journey we call life yeah and you find a gem you say like, oh okay i know how to vibe with this guy this guy's blessed oh he's a rapper oh and he's got bars so yeah. right right when i touch him like yo just pick it up where we left it at because just before i went in me and him were in the studio heavy oh tight, then, yeah so i just picked it up where i left it at and it's it's a nice transition to like feel like i was never even gone yeah so my email's been packed with like beats from different producers. It's nice to come home to like love from like different guys that have poured their hard work into their creation and their art and their craft and just to send it off to me to be like, yo, do your thing on it now. Yeah. So it's love. So shout out to Mkata, Kimo, uh, Lace of Beats. I want to give a major shout out to Lace of Beats. This young kid that's from out here. So go check him out, Lace of Beats. He's blessed. It, what, what you got coming up? I mean, you're working with uh, Spectacular, I guess, on a couple projects, or? I don't even remember how many. You know, this other guy I, I fuck with on his name on IG is Hooper Turnt Sanger. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know He's who that man. is. Yeah. Blessed. Yo, how can I forget those? That guy shows me so much love, man. Um, And I just, like, go to the studio and chill, and we do a track just for the fuck of it, right? Is that and Vancouver? I, or? Here, out here. Oh, he's out here. And I dip. And, okay. You know, a couple of weeks later, three weeks later, it hit me. He's like, go, oh, come hang out. And we'll be in the studio, no plans. He's like, you want, well, you like this beat? You want to jump on? And, and this went on for a bit. And like a few weeks ago, he pulls out every track we did because he did that well, multiple times to me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we got enough for a mixtape. Just me and him, <laughs> I didn't even know that. He's playing songs. I'm like, uh, oh, shit, I remember this funny. song. <laughs> it's crazy. It's funny. And then this guy, he came home and he's just like, holy fuck, you got mad tracks. Like, well, I didn't even know I had all these with this home, with homie, right? <laughs> and I got a handful with him. It's not, it hasn't touched nothing yet. 
and yeah and i got like a handful of my own and it's like a couple of them are fucking deep man it's real oh tight it's good so it's like oh, i look forward to it then just waiting on firing them i guess you yeah know? Yeah, so uh, we got both of you in the studio today, uh, and I know uh, there's been some talk of some fire bars, so we've got uh, a Nessie Beats beat to lay down. We're going to have you guys drop some bars, but uh, first I'd like to uh, thank you guys both so much for coming out, man. This has been Thanks awesome. Thanks man. Yeah, we appreciate you, man, and it's nice to see this from the beginnings, because I know this is going to turn into something blessed, so... I always love seeing stuff like this from the beginning. I always find myself with Victoria guys like ask anybody I, I remember guys when they were first starting off like their studios from yeah. studios to now having like some of the biggest studios in the city so it's really nice to see and like i said hopefully five years from now we can have this conversation in your other lab you know what i mean but right, i appreciate so. you letting us through come through right from the beginning so that's that's good news to me i love being at shit from the beginning yeah, you know man. and then watching it grow it's well, always you. nice thank you but yeah like whenever you want to throw this beat on yeah. you know let's what it do is. it let's, let's right. get this shit going Black beam of rubber all season landing on your plant Take me to your lid, broke a brick down at my own leisure 60 out the kitchen, puff for Pasadena I ain't sleeping nights, a pair of old this Muddy cars, woman, murder drugs, prison I was really dead for the whole procedure You ain't share my vision, I gon' need some distance Shorty child come, nah, I ain't a keeper She got miles hit, had some killing me The sex and rock and roll through the atmosphere Baby, stay a while, full of bad ideas Pop a couple zans, the rest is all unclear You can take it back, the bitches out of season I ain't fell in love, not in all my years Play the cards to Dale, take it to the cleanest Play with like a drug, trauma come from prison I cannot adjust, shitty situation, bitches with a cut I I keep hearing voices talking to my demons, please don't interrupt. Yo, please don't interrupt. Unsigned BC Studio Spectac, yo. I guess I was raised differently. I was made with pride, strength, and consistency. I grind for the victory. Most wouldn't picture me. Big time getting my dick shine from girls of Victoria Seek line. Now this time, y'all gon' listen to the movement, my style and my flow. I'm the ghetto's improvement. Hustle for the dough, not publicity. Before you start dissing me, notice my authenticity. I move it up. Word like a suburb that don't get the picture The picture get the picture with enough words Life's not promise, but I'm still honest Gotta switch blade like an old school Timex I'ma be around till the sky falls down Till the sea rise up, till the streets rise up Till this west coast, east side beef dies up in the street Life is hard to see a peace sign up Blah! Spectacular block roll at Spectacular 250 at Mr. Fucking Sosa PK the first unsigned BC. Make sure you follow them. We hear from the grassroots, some from the jump. You know what it is, block roll. Let's go. All right, you heard the man. This is unsigned BC. That wraps it up for today. That was spectacular. Laying down some fire bars with the homie PK the first over some great beats by Nessie Beats. You can find links to all this shit in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us for our second episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll catch you next time.